Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters and Ghost Hunters International, and you are tuned into the Paranomaly Zone. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen. It does happen. A ghostly apparition in the dark of night. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, that's his Hey there, ponderers of the paranormal. You are in the Paranomaly Zone, your place for all things paranormal, unexplained, odd, and mysterious. My name is Patrick Koffenberg. I am responsible for this, uh, I guess, podcast, these shenanigans. If you want to admit to that, that's fine. I will. I, I will admit to it. I'm I'm <laughs> happy to do so. Uh, and I'm joined, as always, you heard them already, boys and girls. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host with the ghosts, the, I wrote you down today, Mike, as... The sleep-deprived Mike <laughs> Carbno. Uh, this could make for either an awful episode or a terrific episode. <laughs> well, we've already learned in our preamble before starting the recording mm-hmm. that it could be a quite a witty one coming uh, from my end. Well, witty or shitty, I'm not sure. So <laughs> we should, we should yeah, I see. didn't sleep at all last night. I tossed and turned. I, 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 yeah, sorry. Yeah, Mike's yeah, uh, I, Mike's back is still. Um, you need to basically I, have your entire spine removed. Yeah, and then of course my my legs and my my one foot that is all swelled up and edemaed, and uh, um, just the pain, excruciating. Yeah. So I tried to. I I got up and I hobbled and caned myself to the to the couch wait, wait a minute you caned yourself <laughs> well you know so to speak i used my cane that okay I definitely Man. having to use i was gonna say that's like an awful that's like yes. torture Those... i beat myself <laughs> <laughs> golly miss molly uh, all right but what? yeah sitting on the couch didn't do anything either or relaxing you know on you know reclining or whatever did you say noodle axing why did I hear? I heard, uh, no. I, I heard noodle axing. That <laughs> mm, sounds like fun, whatever it might be. <laughs> My headphones like totally just farted out on me there. And I heard, I swear to God, you said I was noodle axing. Yeah. So, hmm. write that down. What I'd like that? to figure out what that means. Let's see what noodle axing means. If it's... But yes, all day yesterday, all last night, and all day today, I have been awake. Uh, that sucks. The man. pain has subsided somewhat in my foot and yeah. leg. Um, but uh, everything else is the same. But you know, Mike, enough of that. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you have lived a very haunted life, uh, a paranormal life, I should say. Haunted has almost kind of a negative connotation to it sometimes. Uh, but you're always constantly surrounded by spirits, as longtime listeners know. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, new, new listeners, uh, welcome. Uh, don't turn the dial quite yet. Give us a chance. Give us at least a couple <laughs> minutes. Um, but Mike has lived a very paranormal life, and I was going to ask you: you need to get like some some ghosts of former like physical therapists or something, <laughs> sure, know, who can hang out with you 
and you know, I, you know, I, I think I, I know, need the walk you through the nights and just they, yeah. Any any little thing would help. Would you not think? I could I could probably actually use the uh, the ghost of Sigmund Freud. Sig- who Maybe. the hell? Who's Sigmund <laughs> Freud? I don't know who Sigmund <laughs> Freud is. But well, I tried to put a little accent on it, but oh, it didn't work. Yeah, no, <laughs> failed, failed miserably. So, but you know, it's all it's all just relative to just the way it is. I mean, oh, I go in on the fourth. Get a, I'm getting a shot. Yep. Into my spine. Ugh. I'll see if that works. It hasn't helped previous shots, but maybe this one Man. Yeah. might help. So, and I'm sure the listeners are getting tired of hearing about my <laughs> <I> ailment. <know. laughs> my, my, well, it's a little bit more than an ailment, but hey, man, uh, we're yeah, all. Well. Well, we're all sending you best wishes, Mike, as always. You know, we, you need to recover, man. You need to get better because you got a long life left to live, my friend. So, yeah, it uh, doesn't matter that my next birthday I will be 60 freaking years old. It matters not. It matters <laughs> not. You know, yeah, it doesn't matter. You got to stay alive for at least another week because I'm heading over there to visit you and Mary. So. That's right. Hey, <laughs> yes, uh, we should mention that. Yeah. Uh, we're next, go- the next weekend, you will be here. I will be here, and we are going to be, uh, we will be filming doing- some exclusive Patreon content. Absolutely. Oh, man. I'll just say it right away. Mike purchased. Uh, he, he purchased what he thought was a vintage... <laughs> Um, well, yeah. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you yeah, um, tell I, the tale. You know, I've been toying with the idea for how many months now? About several, several purchasing a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and I've always looked at them on Amazon, and and they always advertise this vintage 1970 Ouija board. Ouija, Ouija. Um, and I thought, wow, that's just like the one I had one that we had when I was a kid. So, you know, I, I just started, uh, Mary and I have been just Amazoning the hell out of <laughs> Amazon, Amazon this last week, getting all kinds of stuff that we need. And, yeah, you know, and uh, me getting some more Funko Pops and all this stuff for oh, my yeah. collection. Because, yeah, hey, like you and, said, uh, stuff you need. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so I just. I just threw the Ouija hunt in in the mix now, of uh, orders without mentioning it to Mary. I was just going to ask, her, <laughs> yeah, because was she aware of this? Because if, if <sighs> am I, well, I'm not going to assume anything. Um, how does Mary feel about having a, a Ouija board um, well, in she, your house? Uh, and one that we are going to use exclusively for, well, the first time we use it, exclusively for our Patreon page. Right. Go join us, boys and girls. Mm, uh, um, there's a little dollar a month, exclusive content, both video and audio, ghost hunting, all sorts of good stuff, exclusive episodes. Uh, give us a shot for the price of a terrible cup of coffee. You can listen to yeah, a lot of, lot of awesome podcast content. So, yeah, give us a shot. Anyways. Terrible cup of coffee and a stale Danish. Yeah, at least, at least, right? So, um, But, but anyway, she's, she's um, okay. She's okay with it. <laughs> Uh, no, well, she wasn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, when I first started talking about getting one, she was like, no, no. You know, she has a Catholic upbringing, yep, as here. do you. As do I. Um, and she just doesn't like the idea of a, the Ouija board. But um, she she realizes how much it means to me to, to, to have one, mm-hmm. especially this vintage, so-called vintage one that I that right. I purchased. Yes, clarify. Yeah, let's I back, will clarify that. Yeah, let's backtrack there. So let's clarify what 
you actually yeah, did purchase. You know, they said it was a vintage 1970 Ouija board. And when I got it, I looked at it and I looked at the copyright dates on it. And it showed that this is the style that started in 1970. But this version, uh, which is exactly the same as a 1970, but it was actually uh, from 1992. It was like a replica, sort of. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's like, you know, it, it was just that style that was still used in 1992 that, sure, you know, that was started in 1970. You know, so when but, you think about it, you know, 92, though, that's 30 years ago still. So. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. So, yeah. <laughs> but so it's, it's still kind of vintage, but, uh, you know, and it's still really awesome. It looks, I, I, I it like looks it. It's fantastic. in mint condition. Yeah, it looks fantastic. You, you know, sent me pictures of it. and it was, Yeah, uh, mint ooh. condition. It's, uh, yeah, it's fantastic, but. Um, but <laughs> when Mary said, well, well, let's, let's go through our orders and kind of track them and see what's coming, you know, how far along some of them are and things like that. And yeah. so I was kind of whipping through these <laughs> things and, <laughs> and she goes, wait, what's that? And you're <laughs> what's like, that? Nope, you don't care. You don't want to know. You don't need to know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, Oh, that's the Ouija board that I ordered. And, and she said, and right away said, well, that's okay. I know you wanted one, but as long as you don't use it. And then I said, well, you know, Patrick's coming next weekend and we kind of had that plan for, you know, for some Patreon and stuff like that. And she goes, oh, okay. okay." Oh, wow. Really? Uh... So she, she's totally cool with it. I mean, so we're going to, we're going to be setting it up. You have to have a a place to set it up or I'm imagining It'll be in your kitchen area, maybe. Is that the only spot we could set it up and use it? Um, and we won't talk about it for very long because listeners have no idea what the hell we're talking about. But uh, 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 I'm just curious if it's if you yeah, have a, if you have a plan I, of attack. I, yeah, we yeah, I do. I do. Okay. All right. Cool. We'll figure it yeah, out. It'll it'll, cool. it'll work out great. I'm looking forward to filming it, so. man, and seeing you know who the hell knows what's going to happen. I've always been skeptical about. Ouija boards, but I've also been terrified of them because, like you said, of my Catholic upbringing. I'm, I'm just like, oh, what are yeah. we, what are we bringing, what are we uh, opening up here? Um, <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm borderline. I'm, I'm very excited, but I'm also leery. So that should right. make that'll make for good Patreon content at least. So I'm, oh, absolutely! I'm, I'm sacrificing my comfort. <laughs> <laughs> you are, and <laughs> my and psychological to it. well-being. You know, yeah. So it'll be, yeah. It'll be cool, and I told Bridget and, about this too. My uh, my my okay. lovely, my lovely fiance Bridget, and and she said the the same thing. She's like, "You of all people are going mm-hmm. to be using this thing." I'm like, "Hey, I'm willing to do whatever it takes for for our yeah. awesome Patreon listeners slash subscribers slash friends." So. Do you still have like your altar boy vestments or anything like no, that, or garb no, that you can bring no. and wear for protection? No, we we weren't, <laughs> as an altar boy, you were not allowed to keep that stuff. Um, it was it was property of the yeah. church, and so no, I didn't run off with my altar boy robe or anything <laughs> like that. You know. I didn't steal any any you know pieces of pale yeah. bread slash the body of Christ yeah. or wine or anything like that. So. You, you didn't have a special hat or anything. No, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, no special hats. No, no, nothing else. Nothing too out of the ordinary. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't bring but home. I the did little, have the dinghy bell that I got the ring. You know, while sitting up on yeah. the altar. So I, I did have fun texting you about it because uh, when we were talking about you know messing around with the Ouija board. I started sending you uh, yeah. gifts of um, yeah, I, I got of the exorcist. I, I got them. Yeah, I'm like, no, 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 Mike, that's enough now. That's enough. <laughs> oh, and then I and then I had that one that one 
uh, demon looking guy that was kind of dancing. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I put a caption on there that said, come on, Patrick, let's play. Yeah, that was just creepy. <laughs> that was, that was, well, what really started getting in a little bit of a, uh, a little bit. Well, it was unnecessary in the first place when you sent me that demon gif. <laughs> but I, a uh, day or two later, I, I, I sent you a text saying like, you know what? Let's finally utilize this new night vision camera that we bought. Yes. Let's set the atmosphere. Let's turn the yes. lights off. Let's film it with the night camera vision while we're doing this Ouija yep. board session. And you said, yeah, we'll light some candles and really set the tone. <laughs> and I write back and said, well, let's not get romantic now, Mike. <laughs> yeah. On. Well, you know, that the ambience of a glow of a candle and we, oh, we could light some incense. There you okay. Really bring you back to your Catholic days. Oh boy. <laughs> we could put it in some kind of a gold ball <laughs> with holes in it and you can swing it back and forth and <laughs> that'll be fun. Okay. Uh, moving on, moving on. Uh well, musky. Stay tuned for that, everybody. We're looking forward to it. And speaking of Patreon, we are going to be recording our first exclusive Patreon episode of 2022. Uh, to yeah. add, add on to our just a load of content we have over there already. So we're going to be recording that immediately after this podcast. So let's get started, Mike. We're running, in, we're 12 minutes into it. And we haven't said a damn thing about the topic. So that's right. That's uh, that's that's our bad. Fascinating, fascinating topic, it. fascinating topic. And I am going to say right now, I'm going to admit it, that I was ignorant towards this occurrence. And I am ashamed of myself that I have, was not familiar with this. It's an you, awesome topic. You had sent me, we were bantering back and forth, text messaging. We're trying to figure out, you know, ideas for the topic. And you threw out this one, and I'm like, wow, I don't think I'm familiar with that. And if I had known about it, I completely forgot about it. But And it's crazy over the years that we haven't, you know, talked about this before and did a, have done a, a an episode on it. I agree. I agree. It's, it, it's one of several, believe it or not, similar incidents. We're just going to focus on this particular one. We're, uh, we're talking about the... 1994 schoolyard mass UFO sighting that took place in Zua, Zimbabwe. And right. it is fascinating. I cannot believe it didn't ring a bell when you texted me that, Mike. But um, yeah. it's without any further ado, let's do it because it is definitely worth, at the very least, a podcast topic for the paranormal zone. Well, yeah, absolutely. Now, and you, you know, the thing about this is it's, it's, uh, it's not some rinky-dink story. I mean, it was uh, actually 62 students mm -hmm. at this aerial school aged between 6 and 12 at the time that mm -hmm. witnessed this. And they, they did drawings of it. And, you know, um, and uh, they were freaked out when they went back into school from their recess that they were on when they saw this because it landed right by their schoolyard. And yeah, the teachers, like in a field right next to the schoolyard. Right. And the teachers, they they just told them to be quiet and just don't, you know, they didn't want to hear about it because mm -hmm. they didn't believe it. But then the next day, the teachers were getting phone calls. The school was getting phone calls from parents asking why, what happened? What, what's, why are our children freaked out so much? And why are they traumatized like this? And traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have recollections of this making the news, Mike, back in the day? I do not. I do not. I okay. was totally after the fact. I mean, you know, and, and who knows how long it was after the actual incident that it started coming out mm -hmm. in the news. I mean, if it, I mean, again, I'm ignorant to that, to this aspect of it, at, at least did it make the news at all or was it hushed up? Yeah, that's the thing. I, you know, I have no idea. 
I mean, it's definitely uh, well, to the you know, the BBC front. covered it, but I didn't get very true, very true when they did. If it was, you know, I believe it was a couple of years after the events. That's what I'm thinking too. That I, yeah. Uh, we'll get into the details uh, shortly here, but yeah, Mike kind of laid it, laid the basis out there for us. Uh, several students. You said 62. I've seen reports where it could have been up to 100 students really? who uh, witnessed this. The, the 100 might have been like the a total amounts total amount of students outside at the time. And sure. maybe sixty-two of them actually witnessed it. I, I guess I'm not sure about the sp- specifics there. Yeah, but um, it's one particularly intriguing aspect of this is the children's accounts of what they saw then compared to their accounts to as to what they saw now. I mean. Mm-hmm. more recent retellings of their accounts and there's no change. There's no wavering right. in what they saw. And, and they reported uh, early on when they had witnesses that it, these weren't like, uh, like your typical gray aliens, but they had big eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, weren't they wearing black but, suits? Yeah. Uh, actually what I had in my research, I have actually seen where, they said the kid said that it it looked somewhat like Michael Jackson. Oh, no kidding! No kidding. Well, you know Michael. Ja- <laughs> well, you know, and you know all jokes aside, Michael Jackson right. was the biggest star on the planet at that time. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that's that's really interesting. That yeah. that so, I'm assuming they might be talking about maybe maybe um, and don't take this the wrong way, anybody. Or maybe they're talking about you know the large darker eyes and like maybe the lighter colored skin perhaps mm-hmm. i don't know uh, it could be dressed uh, the way they were um the yeah the black the black outfit right exactly um well let's 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 dive into some of the details here mike as we mentioned before this occurred in 1994 on september mm-hmm. 16th right uh in rua zimbabwe the school is the aerial school as mike mentioned which housed students between 6 and 12 years old. And uh, 62 of these students outside, as Mike said, during recess claimed that while outside, they saw one or more. Right, um, or more, right. Mm -hmm. Silvery, kind of reflective, shiny uh, crafts. Uh, The classic UFO description, I suppose, uh, claimed to have seen these descend down from the sky and landing in a fear and in a fear in a field right next to their school. Now again, one or possibly more creatures then I guess exited the craft dressed mm-hmm. all in black. The children were like uh mesmerized. Reports are that some of the children were within like arm's length of these creatures. Right. They got that close, whatever they may be. Creatures might be a, a, a poor term. And, Mike, they claimed they began getting messages from these beings telepathically. Mm -hmm. Now, what were these messages about, Mike? Would you care to take that? Uh Uh-oh. Now Mike's frozen. uh, 
if there's a fly in your soup, don't eat it. Okay, that's exactly what they said, boys and girls. <laughs> well, <clears throat> with, without any further, I mean, oh, any further ado, I, um, I don't have that information in. Well, basically, what it, what it, basically what it was, Mike. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there, but thank God, <laughs> yeah, your screen made did, me look stupid. Well, no, you, your your <laughs> no. screen did literally freeze up there for a second too. So I was like, oh, what okay. the hell, God damn it. Um, we'll get into the, some some of the specific <laughs> quotes from the children uh, shortly. But basically, the overriding message that they received from these beings was that technology is bad. The way that mm. we're utilizing technology, the way that we're going, the way the earth is heading right now, the way that we are treating the earth um, is bad. <laughs> uh, it well, was almost know- as if a warning, like we are going in the wrong direction, we are destroying our planet, you need to change your ways. And that's actually a common message with a lot of abductees over the years all over the world. Very true. Very true. It, it, it really is. Um, uh, some abductees have, have, say they've been taken aboard a ship and they're, they have been shown the future of what we're on our way to, to have happen. Right. Yeah. What our if dest- we don't change. What, what we're destined to become if we don't improve, right. improve our ways. Right. Now, and what- also... Also, I was going to say that uh, when this happened at the school, there was also sightings in other parts of the country, like South Africa and other areas where they had seen uh, like a, a shiny flying disc or whatever yeah, and lights like, in the sky. Like days days before this mass sighting, right. you know, there had been reports of essentially, you, you know, what we would call UFOs. Right. Leading up to this this landing. This incredible, you know, happening here. Now, with with these with these messages, Mike, that these children were receiving, allegedly receiving, one would interpret that and assume that these beings are here in a positive light. Correct. Right. Very benign. And then they're helpful. Trying, helpful. You know, they are trying to guide us. Uh, totally goes against a lot of the the terror-stricken tales, uh, terror-stricken UFO-slash-alien-related tales, you know, the cattle mutilations, you know, the, mm-hmm. the as you mentioned, like the alien abductions where, the, you know, the abductees are tra- just traumatized for, for, for life, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you have to wonder, which is it? I mean, or... Are there several alien species visiting us, and do they have different agendas? That's absolutely the real. That's that is that is the truth right there. I, I believe that there are. Well, I know there are from uh, my research and what I've read about. There are many different species, and some of them do have their own agenda, whether it's uh, uh, benign or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's um, yeah several different uh, situations out there with the oh uh, of course yeah what yeah we would have to assume that I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast several times everything from <clears throat> from hybrid you know breeding purposes mm-hmm. you know for selfish purposes for their species to, to in order to enable them to continue existing they're utilizing us to what we're talking about right now where they're warning us that we need to change our ways or we're going to destroy all that we have left. So 
hey, I mean, every human being on this planet is different, so why wouldn't every species of alien in the universe be right. different? Like, right. But the thing is about um, certain species, um, which is kind of a benefit, is they give free uh, colonoscopies. Oh, Lord. You yeah. don't have to pay for them. I don't could, have to have any insurance. I could tell Mike was. They just to, they just do it. I was thinking, Mike. I could tell Mike was trying to think of something. <laughs> no, he didn't feel, fool me with that uh, poker face that he had there. Yeah, you're you're catching on. Every now and then, I, not every now and then I catch on, but most of the time I don't. I just I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> uh, right, uh, right away, Mike. Uh, again, we're going to dive into some details here, but let's just throw out the possibility that a lot of the pseudo-skeptics out there have, that this is simply a case of mass hysteria, that one person flipped out, therefore it affected the next person next to him or her, and therefore it just spread like a like a mm. horrible, horrible, contagious, uh, <laughs> whatever you want to call but, it. But what would that have been that, that set off a person and then uh, uh, mass hysteria that followed that? I mean, it would have been... a quite an event i mean it's not like right some right. kid threw a paper airplane and they get, went from <laughs> that to uh oh my god there's a ufo landing and there's mm -hmm. people or creatures with black suits coming out oh are you, you okay know? i mean <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah. sorry. Mike, mm. uh, mike like looked like he was lurching towards <laughs> his left i don't know what the hell happened to him there but that was it but you know what i mean i mean it's like i just can't picture a mass hysteria coming from this when everything that they reported was so specific mm -hmm. the drawings that the kids made the drawings were so specific the, the interviews that that the, the kids were in during the invest the investigation um too specific and that's too and you know what they cannot act that if you ever watch oh. those videos or you know you read their accounts you look at you know either original video recorded conversations or later on down the road conversations that these witnesses had, they're not acting, Mike. If they're acting, right. they should be in Hollywood making millions of dollars. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's legit, real response. That's how I interpreted it. Right. Um, I don't. Maybe they all. Maybe they are all actors. And again, as we throw out there, in any number of odd cases, Mike, of from cryptid sightings to to what have you, what have these kids gained if they're all involved in this mass hoax yeah yeah it's not like they uh, gathered in the corner of the schoolyard and and planned this out <laughs> you know there's just no yeah. no way and plus the traumatization that went on for years uh -huh. with these kids yeah i mean they were interviewed as as adults later on yeah and and they still the same story the same emotion, the same, I mean, it was just like they were reliving it again as they were telling it. And we should make clear that, that not all of the children and not all of the witnesses were traumatized. A lot of them right. had very positive vibes from it. Absolutely. And so right. we have to make sure, make that clear that they weren't all, you know, reliving this horrible event in their in their mind's eye for the rest of the right. days. Uh, and my, as Mike mentioned, there were several UFO sightings building up, leading up to this mass mass sighting with the supposed landing of these crafts. But there's also been reports, Mike, there had been reports of giant bright fireballs passing through the sky. Mm. 
the prior evenings. Yeah, I get that after a, a <laughs> hard evening of uh, okay, so that you, exercise and so that was you then. So that you're, strong jogging. Okay, so Mike's behind that. One, so, <laughs> um, strong. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Ride the exercise uh, bike too long. Okay, all right. So time for tenactin. <laughs> nope. Those meteorites or comets, that was Mike's fault. Those were all uh, yeah, yeah. expunged from his, his back end. <laughs> now, some skeptics claim, that, though, that these fireballs had simply had been the reentry of the Zenit 2 rocket from the Cosmos 2290 satellite, satellite launch. I wouldn't know either way i'm reading that right now mm. and they're saying that that was just a um the broke up booster returning through the atmosphere and burning up obviously but we how do we know that that's pretty coincidental yeah, you, absolutely wouldn't you say mm-hmm. some ufo researchers um also recorded other alien sightings around this time <laughs> including like a daylight sighting by a young boy and his mother of a report of aliens being on a road beside a trucker. <laughs> that's, huh. that's, that's, that's quite intriguing. Are they, they, yeah. are they sure they saw an alien on hmm. side the road? <laughs> by With a trucker, trucker, they were probably lot lizards. <laughs> hey, Mike, Mike said it, not me. Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course you are. So the, the sightings at the aerial school occurred <clears throat> around 10 a.m., in the morning on September 16, 1994, and the, uh, when the children are outside on the mid-morning break slash recess, uh, the adult fact, faculty at the school were all inside having a meeting, and this entire occurrence lasted about around a total of 15 minutes. When the class, when the children came back inside to return to class, they excitedly were telling the teachers what they had seen, but as we mentioned, were automatically dismissed. As to mm-hmm. what they're now, they, they poo-pooed. Pretty much told said. the kids to shut up. Uh, but many of those parents, many uh, um, of the children returned home, told their parents, and many of the same parents came to the school the next day to discuss what had happened, as Mike had mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. It was reported on ZBC Radio. Interesting. So it, it did get a little bit of news coverage. And uh, Cynthia Hind, UFO researcher Cynthia Hind, Hind visited the school the next day. She interviewed the children, asked them to draw pictures of what they had seen. She reported that the children all told her the same story. The BBC's correspondent to Zimbabwe, Tim Leach, visited the school on September 19th to film interviews with the pupil staff and uh, Cynthia Hind. After, after investigating this incident, Tim Leach claimed, I could handle war zones, but I could not handle this. That's very interesting. Now, this is where we finally come to um, Mr. John Mack, who is professor at Harvard University, professor of psychiatry, and he visited the school to do his own interview uh, series with the witnesses. It says, I am going to read some of this stuff. Throughout the 90s, it says here that Mack had investigated UFO sightings, had a particular interest in alien abduction phenomena, in the alien abduction phenomena. 1994, the dean, dean of Harvard Medical School, a Mr. Daniel Pustison, 
appointed a committee of peers to confidentially review Mac's clinical care and clinical investigation of the people who had shared their alien encounters with him. Yada, yada, yada. No one really cares about that information. So, some of these details, Mike. Now, according to interviews with uh, Cynthia Hind, Tim Leach, and Mac, 62 children, as we mentioned, between 6 and 12, claim to have seen at least one UFO. Some claim to have seen more. But not all of the children at the school claimed that they actually experienced a sighting. So that might have been my, where I had heard like there's up to 100 students in the area at the time. Right. So maybe that's where I heard that. Mm-hmm. Uh, basic details uh, were consistent. One or more silver objects, usually described as discs descending from the sky, floating down in the field of brush and small trees just outside the school property. Then between one and four creatures with big eyes dressed all in black exited the craft and approached the children. At this point, many of the children ran, but some, mostly the older pupils, stayed and watched as these aliens approached, or creatures, whatever you want to call them. And according to Max interviews, the creatures or creatures then telepathically communicated to the children environmental messages, as we mentioned already. One student in particular, a fifth grader, tells how he was quote-unquote warned about something that's going to happen and that pollution must not be. An 11-year-old girl told Mac, I think they want people to know that we're actually making harm on the world and we must not get too technologed. Not sure what she was trying to say there, but basically not get too advanced in technology. That's exactly what she was trying to say. One child said that he was told that the world would end because we were simply not taking care of the planet. Uh, Not all of them had believed they'd seen extraterrestrials, though, Mike. One of the skeptics actually told uh, UFO researcher Hind that some of the black children thought that the short little beans were Tiko Loshi's creatures of Shauna and Ndebele folklore. Are you have you ever heard of Tiko Loshi's? Well, they're uh, among the family of the Topo Gigio clan. I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> uh, uh, short description. Of Tikoloshi, they are dwarf-like water sprites in folklore. So, well, maybe that's what just that, how they could interpret what they were seeing. That's what I was saying because that's that's what some of the skeptics <clears throat> were simply saying that these they didn't see an alien. They didn't. They saw something that was they couldn't quite explain due to their their cultural uh, upbringing right. and their belief in folklore. They simply yeah, that's know, the only way they could interpret what interpret they were it. seeing and how they could explain it. So why, Mike, in your opinion, let's, uh, I don't want to read any more boring details. Let's get into our opinions about this and our takes on it. Why would alien crafts pick out schoolyards for a landing site? And your, what's the first Mm. thing that pops into your mind there? Why I throw that question towards you? Well, it's, uh, they're children. They're, they're, uh, they have more of an open mind to, uh, accept the message that they were taking and they could grow up with the message that they, that they gave and possibly do something about it, mm-hmm. do something with that message. They're more malleable. They, they're, they're younger, more malleable minds yeah. that right. you know, they're trying to, you know, basically catch them when they still can and inform yeah. them when they're still young. May, okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that idea. Uh, how are, do they do these 
alien species, do they feel more at ease landing at what would, I guess, would be an apparently harmless and innocuous, um, as you said, Mike, a benign landing <coughs> site? Do they feel like they're, 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 uh, there's no risk for them to land there? I don't know. There? I, well, uh, you know, I don't know if that would matter to them, but it would be a more benign setting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they would be, uh, they would have that advantage of, uh, um, you know, just children being, uh, less of a threat. Less um, of a threat. Definitely. Definitely. Right. Uh, you know, they could maybe, um, make sure that they get the message the way it was meant to be given in their minds. I mean, like you were saying that more malleable. Right. Right. Uh, mindset. And perhaps, you know, perhaps, and this might sound silly, um, perhaps telepathic messages are easier to send and receive to the younger minds than it would be to, mm. a, a, let's say someone like me, an older, uh, right. <laughs> skeptical well, blocked mind you know right. who's uh just looking at everything like what the hell is this guy trying to tell to me i'm not i'm not telling i'm not going to listen to him i'm not going to bother giving him a chance well these, yeah their these minds are less their minds are less cluttered i mean yeah it's like uh it's like when you're a child and you you believe in santa claus you believe in that until you grow up and you're being and you're told that it doesn't that doesn't exist right you know, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, children believe in uh, the supernatural, even if they don't understand what it is, they believe in it if they see it mm-hmm. and experience it because they haven't been told yet that, oh, no, that's not real. That can't be real. That's, you know, mm-hmm. just you, you can't believe in things like that. Now, these, like I said, this isn't an isolated occurrence. It has right. happened all over the world. One that pops into my mind is um, the Westall UFO sighting uh, in Australia back in the day, I think in the 1960s or something like that, I believe. 1966. The Westall UFO sighting, mass mass sighting. Uh, without getting into details about that, very similar, but there are stories of Polaroid cameras being on hand and taking photos of what they saw, Mike, and those very same Polaroid cameras being confiscated immediately by, no one really knows, some form of authority. You know, it's it's a claim. Did that really happen in the first place? And if it did, did people take photos? And did people really, truly confiscate their Polaroids from them? Um, Why not? It's... it's that's the way the government would work. Yeah. Um, keep it a secret. We will take any evidence that would, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Uh, Mike, we have a lot to dive into here before we dive into our one last take. We got a good one last take lined up, by the way, boys and girls. Yeah. I, I can't wait to hear Mike's uh, thoughts on this. Yeah, uh, I have thoughts on it. We're, we're going to be talking about the, um, <laughs> the, uh, Redwoods Bigfoot footage. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll let you know what it's all about if you aren't familiar. It's 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 going to be it's going to make for a great one last take. Mike, let's take a brief timeout. Um, I'm hearing some ruckus out in the living room. I want to make sure all my kids are still alive. 
So, <laughs> without yeah. any further ado, boys and girls, do not go anywhere. We shall be all right. Okay, we have returned from yet another oh, time traveling excursion. What I what I miss out there? I usually say from uh, oh, successful from yet another successful time traveling excursion. I swear to God, I'm use, I'm losing my mind, Mike. I'm like forgetting my 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 catchphrases. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do that. Uh, that's terrible catchphrases. Yeah. Slams. You don't have very many good ones, so no, you I better don't. save the ones I, that you got. I don't have any. What are you talking about? <laughs> now, uh, this this case, Mike, the Rua UFO incident uh, became quickly became uh, one of the most famous UFO cases, particularly in Africa. It became one of the most particular right. UFO cases ever. And, you know, it continues to be so this day. You've all just continued to cite the case as providing compelling evidence of extraterrestrial visits to Earth. However, Mike, skeptics have, as I mentioned earlier, they dis- dismiss them in any for any number of reasons, including one is, that is simply a case of mass hysteria or perhaps even a mass prank. So yeah. uh, I'd like to know how that mass prank was pulled off with these wonderful children actors. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do have to, we have to do both sides of the coin here, Mike. Um, sure. Let's go on the skeptical point of view. Some of the arguments from the, from, from the skeptics. One in particular here I'm going to quote. Well, I'm not necessarily going to quote, but I'm going to uh, focus on a Mr. Brian Dunning. And his, Dunning? Brian Dunning on his 2020 Skeptoid podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Skeptoid. Okay, Skeptoid. Uh, I, like, mm. I like the name, Skeptoid. That's kind of good. Oh, sure. Uh, in his podcast, he noted that some children in the school claimed that they had not seen anything. Unusual that day, which we've said already. I mean, yeah, it could have been any number of people. It could have been over 100 students total. Not all of them saw something. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Right. Um, He also challenged the um, the often repeated claim that as a as rural school children, children in Zimbabwe, these witnesses would not have had exposure to modern media and so would not have been familiar with the concept of UFOs and alien visitors. So he, he challenged that idea that where would they think of this idea of how would they think of alien visitors? They, they're in rural Zimbabwe. There's no way they have, would have any, even an inkling of what um, they're talking about. You know, that wouldn't have been uh, suggested to them prior. And he's challenging that. He's saying mm-hmm. that, yes, they could have very well been exposed to the idea of aliens, and so therefore they're all part of this massive prank slash hoax, or whatever you want to call it. Eh, I don't really buy that 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 one very well there, Mr. Brian Dunning. Hmm. Well, Another, and, and, oh, and sorry, at me, that time, there wasn't a whole lot of internet that they could be oh, getting hell this off no. of either. Are you kidding me? No. No, at all. So, You know, it, it's especially in rural Zimbabwe. I mean... Yep. Uh, Mr. Mr. Dunning also criticized the interview techniques of researchers Hind and uh, Mac interviewers. Uh, he says that Hind interviewed the children in groups of four to six, with every other child allowed to listen, and so their stories were thus cross-contaminated. That's what he claims. He says that every mm. child heard what the prior interviewee was saying, and so therefore, kind of already had it instilled in his or her memory his or her mind as to what to say. You know, it's kind of pre-programmed into their brains, I should say, you know, from listening to prior interviews. Uh, He says that Mac only interviewed the children two months after the alleged sighting and goes on to say that Mac, a known environmentalist, 
quote-unquote, prompted and suggested the telepathic communication angle, the pro-environmentalism uh, angle, simply to uh, further his needs, essentially. So that's uh, And how can he throw this out without any he, – he wasn't there. I know. Did he talk to any of these kids? Did he talk to the interviewers? Or is he just going on his uh, steptoidism? <laughs> I love it. The you know, skeptoid podcast. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, it, it's absolutely his right to throw those ideas out there. Absolutely. As well. Um, well, Mike, let's let's kind of, let's, <sighs> no pun intended here, speaking of fireballs earlier, let's fireball it back and forth here. Let's wrap, wrap it up because we do want to dive into the Bigfoot Redwoods footage. Right. Um, it's out there. You guys want to do a deep dive into this story? It is out There's there. There's plenty of information There's there. Tons of stuff. And um, again, I feel bad for being ignorant towards it up till this this week. I think it was Monday that Mike sent this idea, this um, th- not this idea, but that text to me, and I'm like, holy shit! I had never heard of this. So, um, I hopefully I'm not the only one, <laughs> especially. Oh, I'm sure not. Hopefully, yes. I'm not the only one who hosts a paranormal podcast who wasn't <laughs> aware of that. <laughs> But um, utterly fascinating. Again, though, you listen to these interviews, Mike. I, I the most compelling argument, the, the the most compelling argument for me to support this as being legit is the testimony of the students and how it has not changed from when they were right. young kids to when they are adults, and they are all if they're all liars and actors, they are all Academy Award worthy because right. it is. It's so natural and so you can just hear it in their voices. You can see it in their faces. Yeah, they're it, they're it, telling it, the it, truth. Whatever what happened, yeah. what they saw, they saw. You know, if it didn't happen, they are they are total. You know, uh, Ben Affleck's and <laughs> ben Jennifer Affleck's. Garner. You know, <laughs> you know hell? that's just you know the thing. Could you, you know, could you at least say like De Niro or you know Denzel oh. or De- oh. or. Morgan Freeman. I mean, put out good yeah, actors, yeah. and you throw out Ben Affleck. All right. <laughs> uh, they are the Ben Affleck's of Zimbabwe. <laughs> and no offense to Ben Affleck fans out there. Oh right? no, no, I, no, no, he's no, a no, very no, fine no. actor himself. So um, he's a goddamn good-looking man. Well, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's no. that's why you brought him up. I understand. No, I, I have I, no attraction to him whatsoever. So do you? <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that now in the paranomaly yeah. zone. So that's it. Yeah. That's interesting. That that's how I'm going to promote the show. The new episode. Mike yeah. is not attracted to Ben Affleck. <laughs> that will be the the headline. Well, Mike, I I I can guess how you feel about this, but let's just let's let's just cut to the chase. Is, sure. this, is this legit to you? This to me, it's, it, it is very legit. Um, uh, I think there are things that uh, uh, we don't know about the whole situation. We haven't heard the whole story. We've heard a lot of it, but mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, I think it could be uh, you could take a deeper dive into it. And um, I think that the children at this point should be interviewed again. You know, uh, why not? Yeah, absolutely. At this point, further past the second time they were interviewed as adults mm-hmm. and see what happens. Um, you know, it's like uh, Randlesham Forest in uh, in England at Bentwaters. You know, you got such a little bit of information 
and then over the years, so much has come out about that story um, to where it's just exploded. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing could happen with this. Yeah, one one would think that that's a possibility for sure. And again, what was the agenda? What was the meaning? I mean, we've covered the potential meaning, I suppose. You know, hopefully it was a pro-environmentalist uh, message. Right. It was basically a message to warn us to uh, watch out where we're going. Um, why did they pick out a schoolyard? Why did they choose children to talk to? I mean, we, we, yeah. we've talked about all of that, and we have our own notions, our own ideas Will it ever be answered? No, it will never be answered. No. There'll never be a clear cut answer. But there there are still adult uh um experiencers of this as children that aren't finished with it and mm-hmm. and probably still have questions. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike, you you're a believer that this actually happened. Um I would definitely I'm leaning towards it being being legit, absolutely, no doubt myself. Uh well I'll, I'll just say it. I believe that it happened. Right. It's, I'm repeating myself, but man, those kids, their accounts, the retelling of the accounts, it's too compelling to dismiss. I don't think they were all involved in a giant uh, mass prank. I don't think it was mass hysteria. Uh, something happened. They saw something, yeah. and they and were I, moved by it. Yeah. Right, and I think that uh, uh, the agenda was towards children so they could grow up with this message Great and point. maybe do something with it as a became adults and uh, moved into their certain careers that they were going to have it mm-hmm. it might have influenced what they did as adults or you know or what kind of careers they chose to maybe be uh more of an environmentalist yeah oh very good point mike i love that thank you for bringing that up that's absolutely a legit possibility mm. yeah so- and i like the idea that there's a schoolyard full of children that uh saw a, a, a bunch of Michael Jacksons coming out of a flying saucer. <laughs> Were they moonwalking? Were they moonwalking yeah. down the ramp? <laughs> that would have been a sight uh, to see, I would you know, I would think. But uh, yeah, it's it's intriguing, man. At the very least, it's intriguing. And I think we're, we both have come to an agreement that it happened. So Something happened. Something legitimate happened. And uh, there's always going to be some questions about it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, there's always going to be questions from us and people like us about what happened, but the people and the killed the kids that experienced it, hopefully they just don't have questions and they just go on with, with what uh, was meant to happen and where they're supposed to go with it. Mm -hmm. Nope. I agree, Mike. 100%. So moving on, is it time for one last take? We're up. We're about. We're at fifty minutes right now, so let's make it a good one last take. Okay. Okay. A good one a good, last. Well, take. they're always good, and as <laughs> listeners to the Paranomaly Zone have come to realize, this is my favorite part of the show. Not that I mean, I love all of it. I do. But, yeah, do you like it because you came up with the idea? Oh, and it's, oh shush your mouth. That is it's not in your ego-filled head. That look at what I can do. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is not the case at all. Yeah, big no, it's jerk. not. It's not. No, um, but it, I, I enjoy it because it's really literally off the cuff, and we're just we're 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 um, wasting your time with our opinions, our very strong opinions. Well, hopefully, we're not wasting your time on famous slash infamous slash ultra 
fascinating, ultra weird, ultra whatever you want to call them, paranormal, cryptid, alien encounters, what have you. We've done one last take on uh, the alien autopsy. We've done one last take on the 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 uh, Gimlin, the Patterson Gimlin Bigfoot footage. Any number of things, anywhere down the line. Tonight, no exception. The Redwoods Bigfoot footage. Now, Mike, <laughs> I love how he's giggling. Why are you giggling? Why are you giggling already? I, I don't know. There's just so many, so many things that pop up when you do a Google search on it. Well, there is, and I hope that was that was kind of a bad pun that you said pop up, considering some of the video, some of the <laughs> parts of the video. Um, yeah. For those who aren't familiar. I'll be very, very brief here. I'm just going to go over my notes here. My notes, my professional notes. See them right here, Mike? I see it and I hear it. Now, this footage was recorded back in 1995. It was originally labeled the Playmate footage because it was recorded by a film crew out in the woods filming a segment for a Playboy special with playmate Anna Marie Goddard back in mm. 1995. This video in question was recorded by Mr. Craig Miller, who was a part of the crew. He, was, he pulled out his Hi-8 camcorder. They were all driving back home in their RV after a day of filming, whatever they were filming, you know, <laughs> naked women, a out woman in, naked. Yes, out in the woods, out in the woods. So it's, there's already like that, you know, the, I don't want to say nefarious because that's too strong of a word, but it's it just adds ammo to the skeptics out there when considering sure. where this footage came from. It was originally labeled, like I said, the Playmate footage. It was changed to the Miller footage, Miller footage, and then eventually settled on the Redwood Bigfoot footage suggested by none other than Mr. Jeff Meldrum. So, um, because he knew that this case would never be taken seriously with the title, The Playmate Bigfoot right. Footage. And before it became the Redwood footage, it was the Woody footage. Good God. <laughs> so, <laughs> Patrick's face right now. I wish you could see it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> that's fine. That's, that's fine. That's fine. So, hold on. Mike has to fart. Yeah, hey, you just. Oh man. <laughs> that was live. That was that was not a, a button bar at all by any means. So, <laughs> uh, go check, anyway. Check out our older episodes for that, <clears throat> for that inside joke. <clears throat> Now, I hope I made somebody laugh out there somewhere <laughs> with that little bit of pun that I put out. Now, the, the thing is, again, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, after this footage was made uh, public and not so public in a lot of ways, like I said, he was the one who suggested changing the name so it wouldn't always be automatically dismissed and automatically ridiculed because of considering Jeff Meldrum who was an upcoming guest on our show. Oh, good Lord. Wouldn't that be awesome? That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it be? I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. So don't jinx it by saying something like that. But uh, I know this was filmed in Del Norte County in California. Like I said, back in 1995. Long story short, the crew was returning home, as I said, <coughs> excuse me, 
And when you play the video that actually has audio to it, the original audio slash video footage, you can tell that the group is having a good time. And yes, they are drinking adult beverages. They're they're having okay. a, they're they're drive they're coming back home. They decide to turn off into a uh, a back uh, kind of not necessarily an inaccessible back road, but uh, they had their reasons behind minimum it. maintenance road to at least essentially you know yeah that's a good <laughs> way of putting it, Mike. It essentially, was a minimum maintenance uh, minimum maintenance road. Not plowed in the winter time. Not no. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't in the in the winter time. It was it was dark. It was at night. And it was raining when this happened. Okay, and such at, at the description of this sightings, as per BigfootEncounters.com, go check it out. I'm going to fly through some of this right now. Again, the date was August 29th, 1995. Uh, the crew and the driver were uh, utilizing their personal RV, recreational video. They were returning home. Recreational video. Recreational. Oh, <laughs> recreational vehicle. Sorry. They were yeah, let's see some of that recreational yeah, video you got a, there. That's a great one. <laughs> well, I think they were filming a recreational video. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're returning home. The, the TV film crew from Waterland Productions. They were they pulled off into the side, the small side road, so the passengers slash crew could take a closer look at the majestic scenery, as it says, okay. Um, and, and the, uh, Giant redwoods. And it uh, admits here, you know, the music of playing, the beers were going back and forth, and the ever-present video camera was running as they were having a good time relaxing after a long day slash week's work. While they were parked, suddenly in the audio of the video, you can, in the audio of the video, <laughs> that sounded funny, uh, the driver <laughs> glimpses a shadowy movement at the periphery of his headlights, and he says, quote-unquote, look, I'm sorry, I'm going to swear here, boys and girls, he says, look, it's a fucking bear, he shouts to his companions. Now, <laughs> eager to catch it on video, they zoom in on the retreating whatever it is. Through the darkness, through the rain, they see what they thought was a giant, hairy, shaggy bear. It was walking upright, but they still thought it was a bear. Yep, well, bears can do that. They can. Uh, the arms, <laughs> arms swinging at its side, and then one of the passengers, probably feeling pretty good after a few adult imbibents, adult beverages, he says, let's go get it, <laughs> he yells. Uh, the driver then accelerates, of course he did, uh, toward the uh, the figure and the... Get her! Get her! Go get her! That's right, yeah. Uh, Reminds the, me of the... Uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, the yeah. library scene yep. in, in uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghost, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's what I said. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was talking. I couldn't so, hear you. Um. So the, after they yelled, you know, let's go get it and stuff, the, the figure in the video appears to glance back, but instead of seeing what they thought would be at the, the uh, snout, the protruding snout of a bear, they claim to have seen, and the video kind of sees it. It's, again, it's dark, it's grainy, it's difficult to see. They see a flat, human-like face. You hear in the video, someone says, that's not a bear. What is that? Ask another passenger. The driver then breaks to an abrupt halt, and then without warning... This figure steps in front of the car, the vehicle, crosses the road directly in front of them, and the headlight reveals what appears to be a hair-covered giant nearly ten or eight feet tall. You hear someone yell, switch to full beam, taken aback by this bright light shined upon it, shone upon it. The figure then appears to raise its arms defensively, m- moves with an unhurried, deliberate 
pace, looking back, pausing momentarily to look back. And then you hear another passenger say, oh my God, it's Sasquatch. The crew then takes on, they notice it's flat brow, it's sloping brow, it's flat nose, high cheekbones, well-muscled neck and shoulders. It's a Neanderthal. Now, um, if you haven't seen this footage, please go check it out. It is... <laughs> well, Mike, let's talk about it. Let's do... Let, I, I gave a brief setup for that right there. Your thoughts, Mike, and when you watch that video. And I wa- I've been looking forward to what your thoughts are on the Redwood, Redwoods Bigfoot footage. Well... It's it's so grainy, you know. But then it was it was supposed to be raining at the time. Yep, at night. you know it's like uh, not the best uh, condition for filming. Clearly, it was at nighttime. But uh, a high eight my first quarter. Imp- yeah, mm-hmm. my first impression, and I wrote it down in my notes after I saw it in capital letters with three exclamation marks after it. I wrote sucks. Oh, sucks. <laughs> okay, so but, that but, you was know, but, that was but your it is interesting reaction. though. Sure. It is. I mean, but but you have to look at it a few times to hang Uh-oh. Out. Yep, Macy the doggy Macy's getting excited because she knows she's talk she knows we're talking about Sasquatch, so she's getting extra yeah. excited. She's been great all night. But now, anyway, I don't know. It's just so hard to see. But you know, if you really look close and you watch it over and over and over again, you—it's—I you, don't know if you're training your mind to see it or you actually see, you know, a, 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 a hulking figure. Which you do see. You do. Which see you it. do see, right? Now, um, um, it should be pointed out that that uh, Anna Marie Goddard and the entire crew still to this day adamantly say that this was not faked. It was not hoaxed, and they have definitely not gained. I wouldn't say, again, Mike, it might be a lame argument on our part, but we always say that. It's like, what have they truly gained other than ridicule? What has anyone truly gained other than ridicule by coming forth with this when they know they're going to be lambasted with crap, especially especially when it's obvious on the audio that they're partying, they're having a good time, they're drinking, and so why would they feel comfortable with coming forth with this unless it was legit to them, you know? Sure. So it, I per, I take that into account every time when I see footage or hear about accounts such as this. Now, what's intriguing, Mike? Going back to the Patterson Gimlin film, what was the most obvious aspect about the Patterson Gimlin film, other than it has yet to be debunked? I don't think it ever will be debunked, but it was an obvious female in the Patterson Gimlin mm-hmm. film. I hope yep. you notice this, Mike. Well, it did had had hairy, heavy hangers. It did, <laughs> but <laughs> as far as, we just lost all of our li- our female awesome listeners right now. Uh, I'm kidding. Hey, I'm talking in the world of Bigfoot. I'm of not talking you are. human. I know you are. I know you are. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Now, what adds to a lot of the snickering aspects of the Redwoods Bigfoot footage as well, Mike, especially when considering that it's a Playboy centerfold shooters or video yeah. which, shoot should, right which should be besides a point it should absolutely it, it's yeah. irrelevant it really is irrelevant it, absolutely but i'm assuming you notice it mike at the very beginning of the footage what appears to be 
a very, how can I say this delicately? Um, well, it was a, obviously a male. Let's put it that way. It was a okay. supposed male, whatever it was. They, they saw a hairy, heavy hanger. They, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it this way. They said that they saw, um, and it's on the video. It's reflective, for one thing. <laughs> uh, or shiny, I should say, maybe. And um, it's, <laughs> let's say, at, at, the, at, the, at the base, <laughs> the base was obviously covered in hair still, but the shiny phallic-like, uh, well, let's, let's just say it, Mike, uh, it's a Bigfoot dong, okay? That's what's at the beginning of the, of the footage. <laughs> how, but um, how could you see that? And it was so grainy. And... You you I, you must not have seen the same video that I've been watching, man, because what I've watched, it's actually not that... I mean, it is dark, it is grainy, but there's a couple stills that are pretty darn clear. You watch the enhanced footage of it, it's like, yeah. what what am I seeing I here? watched the enhanced video of Did it. Did you watch? So you watched it when it was wa- the last shot of it was walking up the hill when you see its heel lifting up off the ground, but yet the front of its foot was still on the ground, but you see the, like, the bare-skinned heel lifting up off of the ground. That wasn't his heel. It was his penis dragging on the floor. Wow, the, that thing grew about ground. 10 feet from the beginning of the video <laughs> to the end of the video. Well, what's the shiny... It's, what? it's the Bigfoot dong. It's the shiny Bigfoot dong. <laughs> why? <laughs> why is it shiny? <laughs> Mike? It's the, a shiny, glistening the, penis. The idea? <laughs> what? I you don't know, understand. That's, that's the t- <laughs> that is the new title for the episode, by the way. Uh, shiny Bigfoot dong. I love it right there. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm going to have to do some more research. Not that I want to see a big... <laughs> shiny bigfoot dong but <laughs> I, I did not see that in in what i watched no that is it's it's i don't know how you missed it um <laughs> i wasn't looking for it you don't have I'll to look you. for it you don't have to look for it it's right there that's what i'm saying it's like okay because it, it it's uh I was, I was gonna say it sticks out but that sounds terrible um <laughs> well he is in the woods he is in the woods <laughs> Uh, Well, some of the the proponents of it, Mike, say that it is in a defensive mode where it feels threatened. Therefore, it, you know, it's um, not necessarily aroused, but it feels like it has to show them that he is the dominant (laughs) figure. Therefore, the shiny Bigfoot (laughs) dong. Is Watch revealed. for me. Watch I got me. a big Woody. That's, I got a big hairy Woody. That's what I'm saying. That's some of the arguments so, for the, that's okay, the proponents so, for it. So it, it's showing um, what, like uh, uh, an excited dominance, maybe. That's what I'm saying. Yes, that's what yeah. some of the pro for this video. The pros which is for something this video. that probably happens in 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 the whole primate world with like mm-hmm. chimps and. Uh, no, it does. Things like that. Absolutely, it's like, it does. Yeah, it does. So, and uh, <sighs> again, some of the if what they captured on video is real, but it isn't a Bigfoot. Uh, a lot of uh, people believe it to be simply a bear, like we said, Mike. It could be walking mm-hmm. on all on its hind legs, which they are known yeah. to do. But the part, the fact though, 
you need to go watch that again. Like the last shot is so intriguing and it, it argues against it being a bear just because of the, how the right. foot, the, the, the movement, the, how the but bears feet don't look like that. And they don't work like that when they're walking right. up the hill, especially and, on, if they're walking on their two hind legs, it just, and a bear doesn't have like that human, uh, uh, gate to it or no, absolutely not. You know, when it's uh, standing, now, I will read there. This is a quick quote from from Jeff Meldrum, because Meldrum himself was intrigued enough by this footage that he investigated it. OK, well, and I have great faith in his, you know, interpretation and what he. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. To say about it. Um, and I, uh, before I read his quote, it was um, shown by comparing the footage to, you know, when you uh, investigators return to that area. And they did like, you know, they compared the scale, they compared the size of, as to where like the head should have been um, compared to where, you know, the distance from the people who were filming it. And they figured out that it was basically essentially, yeah, this thing was at least seven feet tall, possibly even eight feet tall. Just by, mm-hmm. you know, the it's like it's like finding Bigfoot when they'd send Bobo out there and say, hey, Bobo, go right. stand by the exactly, tree. Yeah. So that's basically what, you know, investigators did. But this is the quote. This is what Meldrum wrote in his paper. And he wrote here, it says, there are a number of anatomical features suggested on the video that are very intriguing. Head shape and position, and he writes, yes, genitalia, but he does put a question mark behind it. He says, genitalia, question mark, muscle definition and action, foot and ankle anatomy, and more. These observations alone are enough to cause me to give the video serious consideration. I have arranged for two independent enhancements of the video, giving particular scrutiny to the points I mentioned. There's a frame that should give some detail of facial features as well. We will have the results in the near future. I have also been at the site, personally interviewed one of the witnesses, and read the testimonies of the other. So far, nothing to suggest any lack of credibility to their account. So, there's that. Meldrum was very open-minded to it, and even after uh, scoping the scene and talking to eyewitnesses, he said there's nothing there to suggest that this wasn't uh, credible. So... There's that. Mike, one last take. It's time. It's time. <sighs> um, I'll spare all the boring details. You guys can go find it. Uh, find the story. Here, let me give you the um, site real quick. It's a great, great article. Oh, I read it already. Yeah, I, yeah, need, the, uh, I need to look at more footage of this. I read that already. It's bigfootencounters.com slash film slash Redwoods film. Okay. Uh, go check that out. And you can find a video there as well. You can find it on, on YouTube. Mike, one last take. The Bigfoot Redwoods footage. Your thoughts, my friend. <sighs> as I you know, it, it's hard for me to make a, a complete, decisive uh, <laughs> ending to this because I, I need to see more. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, it, okay, what, what do you what do you mean? See more? See more what? See more butts? <laughs> or, or, or are you talking about you want to you want to see the same video more often? Yeah, or? I I don't think I was watching the right video. No, you uh, were footage. I, oh, my, oh my god! I because swear to god, I you just, were. Well, I've I've got to look at it again because I, it said enhanced video. Yeah. Yeah, and I sent you that. I saw, I, I, I saw no dong. I saw no dong. Well, you just gotta look closer for the shiny dong, man. <laughs> I'm not looking for, 
for for giant hairy penises. <laughs> well, well, who doesn't? I mean, come on. Oh man, you know that this that would be perfect for a paranormal zone if you spent the last couple of days watching the wrong video. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But I'm certain that you did, though, mm. Mike. I think I you just missed it. I really think you missed. It's right away at the very beginning. No pun intended. It's like a flash. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like I, doing there it is, and then it's gone. I don't know. I you know because actually the video that I was actually watching. Um, you know what, Mike? Uh, you know you know what we need to do. We have time here, Mike. Let's. Let's do a brief time traveling excursion. I'm going to share the screen with you, and I'm going to watch that with Perfect. you. Perfect. Perfect. That's a great idea. Should we do it while we are recording, or should we do it? Uh, oh, absolutely. While time traveling, what do you think? No, let's let's do it while we're recording, so we you know okay. we can share. Okay, let's do that. Let's let's time travel uh, real quick. Hold on, boys and yeah. girls. I'm going to fire up that video. I'm going to share it with Mike, and we're going to. Yeah, I <laughs> we're I gonna... don't think I'm watching the right video because okay, I, you know I. To me, the video that I watched was completely dongless. <laughs> so I, you know. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go find the giant hairy dong and show it to Mike. So, uh, All right. Hold on, boys and girls. <laughs> we shall be. Uh, hey, Patrick, quit. I swear to God, you were just going for your zipper. Now, don't do that. I, I'm not going for my zipper. Trust me. <laughs> Damn it. All right, hold on, boys and girls. We shall be right back with hairy Bigfoot dongs. Okay, we're back. I have the video uh, pulled up here. Uh, yeah, we should be recording this for a Patreon episode. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's fine and dandy. Okay, Mike, here it is. This is the enhanced Redwoods footage. Now I want you to keep. Okay. An, I want you to keep an eye out for that shiny dong. Okay. <laughs> I don't terrible. like you the way I that know, sounds. I know it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, and we're. we're we're kidding, everybody. I mean, this is a very it's potentially a very legit video recording. But without any further ado, here, Mike, these are um, this is edited where they're repeating the same clips over and over. It's only forty seconds long here, but I want you to take a good close look. You ready to go? Ready to go, Mike? Okay. All right. Here we go. There's no audio to this. Right there, Mike, that flapping thing. Right away. I need to point that out to you. Right there. Look down at the bottom <laughs> at the bottom left. <laughs> that flopping that thing. Flopping <laughs> thing. You see that? You see that? <laughs> <laughs> right there. Again. <laughs> so now I could be a donkey for all I know. So <laughs> now <laughs> was this was this the footage you were watching? It, it is okay. So you just missed it. I knew it was. I knew you just you didn't observe it. So let's All right, let's see the schlong again. I, oh, I just hey, don't understand. That this. is a. Clo I need that as a soundbite. That is. Okay, let's, no, that figure right there. Let's see the very, schlong. That's again. not a bear. That's very Sasquatch. Yep. Let's, shaped. Okay. Let's continue this, and then I'll then I'll show you the schlong again. <laughs> There's another soundbite right there. God damn it. There it is. There's a figure walking in front. Does that look right, like a bear, right. Mike? Does that look like a bear on hind on its hind legs? It looks like no, it has that's, a giant. That's more hominid. It looks hominid. It has it. And there's the foot. That's what I'm talking about. This last clip here, where the heel is pulling up off of the ground. There, it just looks. It doesn't look like how a bear would be walking up a hill with how its how its uh, feet 
Right. It's foot is um, contorting. Update the lighting in yep. your home today. Sorry about During that. Menards, well, pause now. Damn it. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for pausing 10 seconds late. So, your thoughts, Mike. Let's watch it again, though, okay? And then I want your thoughts. Here's the fl- here's the flopping dong. There it is. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're being very immature, but how can you not? And there it is. Very hominid, very uh, large. You can see that's quite a few feet above the um, the hood of the car. You can see that, though, you know, above the headlights. Uh, moving very, oh man, I don't want to say gingerly, and there's those feet walking up the steps, or the steps, the hill. But of course it's gingerly, he didn't want to step on his penis. <laughs> step on his shiny, hairy dong. Um, <laughs> well, uh, uh, do you want to watch it one more time, or are you good? Are you good? I, no, I've seen enough Bigfoot seen... <laughs> balls it. and penis and say whatever it, else. Say it, say it, say it, say it. <sighs> Ooh, it, it, as far as I know, that could be a, a, a worm on a fishing hook. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, I don't, well, I mean. Uh, well, okay. Now, after, after, um, after, uh, we've clarified that you have seen this video. This was the video you had watched earlier. You, you had just missed the uh, supposed Sasquatch yeah, genitalia. Not looking for it. Um, so now let's dive into Mike, our thoughts. One last take, buddy. Let's go. Your thoughts <sighs> on the supposed Bigfoot footage, the Redwood Bigfoot footage. Well, it's got to be real because nobody's going to, you know, make a costume to wear at nighttime in front of a car and think at the last minute, I'm going to add a dick onto this <laughs> costume. In the rain. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, I'm, and maybe that's why it's shiny because it's wet. Oh God! Um, <laughs> from, from the rain. So in <laughs> you know, in in all seriousness, Mike, in all seriousness, a lot of the skeptics immediately dismiss this footage simply because of the of what's going on here. As we've said already, it's a it's a Playboy set. It's a they're filming a skit. I don't know what they're doing. Something for you know for an adult magazine, and the the people involved they're having a good time. Um, it's it's already kind of a sexually charged atmosphere just because of what they're doing, and then of course this whatever it is so has this <laughs> wet uh, schlong wet schlong flopping in the rain. And so, so maybe maybe this Bigfoot was actually watching the uh, the <laughs> the, the uh, <laughs> them doing their their filming and their 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 you know and uh, it's like it okay I don't know you we don't know but as we mentioned earlier Mike is it trying to say this with a straight face is it a defensive posture is it a um, you know, well, it's I, a, I, maybe here, a, like a dominance thing. It's an absolute dominance uh, yeah. Po- posturing. Yeah, absolutely. I well, mean, that's the only thing that I could come up with as a a legitimate legitimate answer. You know, all joking aside. Yeah. Um. Either that, or that's just the way it is. I mean, now, maybe, does does it look does it look fake to you in any way from what you have seen? Does it look like a guy in a suit? No, absolutely not. Especially with you know. You know, the way that schlong is moving and <laughs> flopping around. I mean, Mike can't let go of the schlong. <laughs> uh, 
uh, yeah, I, I am seeing some legitimacy in it. And if I go with my gut feeling, mm-hmm. you know, that's a real Bigfoot penis. I, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, man, this, this episode is filled with potential sound bites. I love it. <sighs> so, but you, you buy it, though. You buy it as potentially legit. Well, you know, with you and I going over this video footage together, um, and that opens up a whole new meaning for me because I, you know, when I was watching this, all I could see was just grainy, you know, sure. garbage. Sure. I get it. I get it. I get it. So, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I could help a little bit. Yeah, you did. You showed me the way of the penis. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. Man, there's another sound bite right there. Um, so since it's one last take, you buy it or you are leaning towards okay, let's let's put it this way, Mike. One out of ten, where do you rank? From one being fake, ten being legit. Where do you sit? I'm gonna go with a very strong six inches. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have had to been like an 18 inch. Yeah, it's a little bit bigger no, than six. I am gonna go with a strong seven and three quarters. Wow, seven and three quarters, even almost yeah. damn near an eight from the Bigfoot Redwoods footage. See, Mike, and I've always played the role of skeptic on this show. I'm, I'm not playing the role. I, I that's just, no, you are the role. Yeah, you are that. That, that is, yeah. and but which I, you I, are the very important part of that. And I'm, but it's a, it's a healthy skepticism, Mike. It's a healthy skepticism. I'm, I'm, I'm a believer, right. but I'm also like I'm very quick to dismiss shit that. I go by my gut reactions. I go by my gut instinct, and I'm like, nope, that's fake. No, that's you know hogwash. Or I'm like, hmm, maybe this one, Mike, from the first time I've seen it, from years ago seeing this thing, I have been intrigued by it. I've been fascinated mm-hmm. by it. I think it's legit. It just looks, I'm going to say it flat out. I think it's real. I'm going to give it a 10 out of a 10. Oh, sure. And that's coming from me. I'm, hey, I'm the skeptic. Hello good. over here. It just, to me, it rings reality. It, yeah, and and it it bugs me that it is so easily dismissed. Just considering that you know the atmosphere, the, you know the the party and the beer drinking, the Playboy right. shoot. It, why I get it to some degree, but why does that lessen the chance of it being? Le- oh, absolutely! Being I totally agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you are you mean are you suggesting? I'm telling all the people who are dismissing out there that not one happy person who's had a few beers has not seen a real ghost has not seen a real alien or ufo has not seen a real bigfoot just because you're enjoying life in any number of ways yeah you know it's well and i'm not i'm not i'm not a i'm not i'm not sitting here advocating getting hammered and going out in the woods and all that shit i'm not saying that i'm not supporting drinking beer i'm not doing anything you do what you do what you do but just because someone chooses a lifestyle doesn't mean that what they saw wasn't real. Right. It's like when uh, when you and I got the uh, It's Debbie uh, uh, recording. We, we were, had a few uh, we were very adult beverages before that happened. 100%. You know, and we didn't make that up. No. And we know that for 
uh, for effect ourselves. That's a great example. Whether the listeners believe it or not, that's, that's, you know, another thing, but we wouldn't be capable of faking that. (laughs) We definitely weren't back then capable of faking anything remotely similar to it's Debbie. I mean, that was, that's, it is impossible. I'd still, I'm blown away by that flipping recording. I want to dismiss it somehow, Mike, but I can't because it's just, you, yep, you can't. It just wasn't us. That's right. So I'm giving this, I'm giving it as odd as it may sound, a 10 out of a 10, man. And you're getting the seven and three I quarters. Like that. Yeah. Very good. I'm going to give it, you know, I'm just going to round up to an eight. There you go. Perfect. You know, which is, you know, that, that says a lot. I think it does. Well, um, well with that, Mike, let's put a bow on the show. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I suppose we're coming up. We need some time to do our Patreon episode. It's going to be a cool one. It's going to be a very unique topic. It will be. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, any parting words, Mike, uh, before we wrap up the show? Thank you so much, buddy, for doing this doing this again because I know yeah. that you are you didn't sleep at all last night and your back is giving you so many problems, but you're still forging forth and you're, you know, you're doing your due diligence. You're doing your... Uh, yeah, well... Well, you're doing what you're passionate about, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, I can't go to work. I'm off work for until whenever because I can't work. Yeah. But God damn it, I'm still going to do a show. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate it, Mike. So, well, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. This was obviously the Paranomaly Zone, but you knew that already. And again, if you love the show, we guarantee you will enjoy our Patreon content. It's basically what you're hearing right now, both a lot more goodies thrown in there. Uh, it's... Yeah. I definitely think it's worth it. Um, give it a shot. We'd love to see you there. Mike, I can't thank you enough, my friend. Um, well, I guess without any further ado, what do our awesome listeners need to do? Let's see. We have a choice of one, two, or three, and I'm going to choose two, which means a peace out. 